0: Welcome to the career happiness podcast. My name is Soma Ghosh. I'm a careers advisor and business owner. In this podcast, we're going to talk about what your career means to you, and what uniquely defines your career and your version of success, and what it means for you to be career happy at work and in your business. This podcast is for professional women who are looking to gain more within their career to find a new job, find a new career, or potentially start a portfolio career or business. It's also for parents of teenagers who want to find out more about careers advice and information and feel like they wanna help their teenagers to go off and pursue careers that they actually really, really want. And lastly, it's for business owners and people who want to start a business and feel inspired by their career and business collectively. So I hope that you enjoy this new season of the podcast. And thanks for listening. Hello. And in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about whether or not you should consider the great resignation. I have mildly touched on The Great Resignation in some previous episodes because during the pandemic and during everything that's been going on with COVID, we've had a lot of changes going on and The Great Resignation has been a huge topic that's very prominent on LinkedIn, the online space anytime I'm looking at careers or anytime I'm thinking about or talking about it and I was briefly asked about the great resignation for Metro a while ago and I kind of gave my opinion on it very very briefly. Um, I feel that it's a topic that just keeps coming up and something prompted me after I did a Twitter spaces recently about how everyone's experience was. About careers advice in schools um, as a topic, to think, you know what, I'm going to do a podcast episode on this because it just keeps on coming up and I keep on seeing so many articles. And I saw an article the other day, I think it was either Forbes or Insider, where they were giving detailed tips about the Great Resignation and who's leading the way. Because um, apparently, Gen Z and millennials are leading the way on the Great Resignation. No surprise there, eh? Um and I'll try and see if I can find that article and put it in the show notes. Um but what I would say is that if you don't already know what the great resignation is, I'm going to be talking a little bit about what it is. And then I'm going to be giving some kind of advantages and disadvantages or going through some of the um challenges of undergoing the great resignation, but also some of the pros of the great resignations rather than pros and cons. So that's kind of how we're going to format this episode today. Um, I would also suggest that if you are listening to this and you're someone who is considering the great resignation, that you do as much reading and as much listening and as much talking to as many people as possible before you make a decision like this. It's not an easy decision. But one of the other things that really prompted me to do this episode is I was having a conversation with a really good friend of mine, and we were talking about the Great Resignation. Um, we were talking about it for quite a few minutes, and based on that, and then afterwards doing the Twitter space, I realised that seriously, I need to I need to do this episode to help you guys. So without further ado, I'm going to get into what the Great Resignation is, and then give some of the challenges first. And then give some of the prose towards the end. So yeah, let's let's begin. What is the great resignation? So what does the great resignation actually mean? And what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to read um very briefly um The description on dictionary.com, and I'll put a link to it. But I'm also going to be putting various articles as well so that you can go and read about the Great Resignation. Because remember, this episode is me talking about the Great Resignation, but it is very important for you to go and research and look at all of the examples out there as well. But the Great Resignation is an informal name, and I'm reading this from dictionary.com for the widespread trend of a significant number of workers leaving their jobs during the COVID-19 pandemic. It is sometimes also called the big quit. And I'm just going to read the next paragraph very quickly. The great resignation is typically discussed in relation to, it says here the US workforce, but it can be UK as well. The font, But the phenomenal, phenomenon is international. It is thought to be the result of many different factors, notably work workers dissatisfaction with current working conditions and personal reassessments of career and lifestyle due to the changes and hardship of the pandemic. And that is basically what the great resignation is in a nutshell. It's people quitting, it's people leaving their jobs due to dissatisfaction. But I would argue and I would say that it isn't just about quitting your job because you're dissatisfied it's also um about um leaving your job and discovering that maybe you want to start a business or maybe you feel that not just because of the dissatisfaction about the toxicity of the workplace that you're working in that you actually really still enjoy what you do but the environment is not serving you in the way that you want to and so because of everything that's happened in the last two years, you've reflected and you've thought, is my life really that necessary for me to put up with what I've been putting up with? A lot of people are saying the word no a lot more. When I've had clients come to me, they've had reflections that, Shoma, sure, there's been a lot of things that have gone on. Um, and I'm not willing to put up with that anymore. And it's not just because of the dissatisfaction at work. It's about their principles being realigned to who they really, really are. And I want you to consider that for a minute. I'm now going to talk about some of the challenges with the Great Resignation. And I found an article um, about this as well. So what's very, very interesting about the particular article that I found from the New Statesman, which I'll put in the links um, in the show notes, is that it goes into a lot of people are actually leaving their job to pursue their dreams and to pursue something they really really love and weirdly at the career happiness mentor we are all about you know helping people with their dreams but we are most importantly also about realism on this podcast and i can't reiterate that enough because I do help people change their jobs, I do help people change jobs, I do help people feel more empowered in their jobs, but I always do it in a very realistic way. And One of the challenges with the Great Resignation, if I'm very, very honest, that I'm finding is not only are people talking about it a lot online, and I'm now doing ironically a podcast episode about it, but I feel that it's important because I think that we need to talk about some of the challenges around it. But also is that is it realistic to be in a job that you've been in for maybe 10 15 years or less than that where you have steady income where you've got responsibilities where suddenly you just quit is that realistic for some people listening to this podcast for some people it could be realistic if they've saved enough money to go off into the sunset and start building this dream career dream life for other people it's not going to be feasible And this is one of the challenges around the Great Resignation because the problem is, is that many people who want to quit have their head in the clouds. And I have said this time and time again on the podcast, I never encourage anyone to quit. I've written a blog post about this around how, you know, should you quit your job? What are some of the things that you should consider before you quit your job? Because as well as being a careers advisor, I am a realist and I honestly don't want anybody to put their financial, emotional and you know, well being and overall everything in jeopardy because of a dream they have. That's not to say that you shouldn't have dreams, that's not to say that you shouldn't have ambitions and you want to start a business, but it is very, very important to do it in the right way. So if you are considering the great resignation, and this isn't for me to put you off, this is for me to give you a little bit of realism. If you are really considering quitting your job, what are the foundational reasons behind that? Is it, as I've said in the definition, that you are deeply, deeply dissatisfied in your work? Is the work consuming you to the point of you have depression and anxiety? you um can't function every day you don't have a personal life you're struggling with a relationship with your partner you're finding it hard to manage your kids if those are some of the reasons then you need to reassess your work and you need to talk with your managers and the people who are meant to be looking after your welfare in that workplace and say to them I can't cope help me right that's the first thing I'm going to say the second thing I'm going to say around this as well is that really, if you're at this point of burnout and exhaustion and the work just seems to be overloading you, is there any way that you can take a break? Is there any way that you can take a sabbatical before you even consider quitting your job? And a lot of people will say, but what that just sounds logical. You're just telling me exactly what I already know. But for a lot of people who are in that burnout phase, they they don't have the um you know, time to often think about their own personal well being, because they already feel pretty bad about themselves if they are not enjoying their life, and they already feel like they are being pulled in too many directions. And this is what I mean about the challenges around this is that it's all very well talking about the great resignation, but what is the emotional financial impact on yourself? And can you financially afford to do it if you go back um, I did an episode um, around can you afford to take a career break and the whole point of that episode was to really really help you guys understand that not everyone can afford to take one some people do take one after they become a mum or after you know they have care responsibilities that is obviously very important to consider here but the reason why I want to challenge you a little bit about the great resignation as well is that Sometimes when we have rose tinted glasses on, it can be very, very easy for us to have the rose tinted glasses on to such an extent that we don't realise the realism behind it. I've left my previous jobs and um it has been challenging at times, but it's also been, you know, really, really good for me. That's my personal experience. But we're going through a very significant period in time when finance and economics is um very, very unruly. And, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. And that's why I really want to put that cross upon, that point across. But one of the challenges is the realism. Another challenge is, as I've said, financial factors and emotional factors for you as an individual. And the other challenge that I want to bring to the table is that some people are romanticizing the great resignation. I've seen it online in a lot of articles, where they're romanticizing it. And they're saying that, you know, the great resignation is going to change how we work. It's going to do this. It's going to do that. And yes, significantly, it has changed how we work. It has changed the fact that more people are probably starting businesses and going uh, self-employed and freelance. Yes, I totally agree with all of that. But sometimes what happens is when you romanticize an idea, when you get to that idea, if you've quit your job, let's just say I'm talking to you as a listener here. When you get there and then you realistically look at all the things you want to do, it's not maybe as rosy as you want it to be, right? Do really, really consider that. That's the other thing I want to say. One of the other challenges around that great resignation that I'm finding and um, that I personally feel is that for many people um if you don't actually know what you're gonna do <laughs> and you quit. You're just going to be going back to the drawing board and um, you're just going to be like, okay, what am I going to do now? Like, I've got all this free time. What do I do, right? And for some people, it probably will help them if they're exhausted. It will help them to rest and recuperate and get back that balance, maybe, that they're looking for that they don't have in their job. But for other people um, who have been so used to working – it, it, it may not be enough for them. There are a lot of different people in this world. Um, the way that I see it is that I've been surrounded by a lot of different people. And I'm, I'm surrounded by a lot of doers in my life and a lot of people who get things done. And when you're a doer, when you have a personality um, that allows you to do things, right, um, it can be difficult to sit down and to um, not do anything right we are all individuals we're all different um most recently I was listening to um this podcast that I've recommended on this show before and I really get a lot of value from it in terms of productivity and that's Cal Newport's podcast and he was talking about how all of us are very different in our approaches to work some of us always have to be working always have to be doing something and so we can't take time off because our brains always thinking about things and we may not do deep work when we go on holiday or we take a break but we might be reading something or we might be taking just gentle notes about something and other people can completely switch off go to the beach and do whatever it is they need to and they finally come back deeper and stronger. This is not me discouraging people to not take breaks. What I'm saying here and I'll put the link to the episode that I listened to where he explains this a lot more kind of um, kind of concisely than I do. But his point was, is that sometimes relaxation can be overhyped, right? And relaxation is important. We all need to relax, we all need to rest. Stress is the thing, stress is real, right? But when the stress goes into burnout, like when I was talking about mental health previously on this podcast, then you're looking at some serious things here. And we we are dealing with this huge aftermath of the pandemic where a lot of people are quitting because not only are they dissatisfied, but they feel really, really stretched and really, really overwhelmed also by the emotional pact, impact sorry, of everything that's happened to them. And that emotional impact could include losing family. That emotional impact could be seeing friends who you've lost that emotional impact could be that you are somebody who's still dealing with long COVID. You know, there's so many people out there who are dealing with long COVID and they still don't know how to to deal with their situation, right? Um, And a lot of people going through their own health challenges right now. So the Great Resignation is also this significance of, of something that has been building up for years. And I think that it might have probably even happened even if the pandemic hadn't have happened. It's possible that it almost ignited the flame for it to happen. But whilst doing the work I've been doing, I've been hearing a lot of people wanting to leave their jobs and quit their jobs way before that. You know, this isn't anything new, guys, in my opinion, in in my work and the things that I've seen. But I think what's changed is we're less willing to put up with a lot of the bad stuff. So, you know, obviously when BLM really kind of took forth again, back in June, I mean, BLM, as I said, has been around a long time, and I mentioned it in the racism podcast. Uh, so the ra- the episode about racism. um, It's significant to point out that a lot of people really began to research and look more into um, race and equality a lot more. And I myself have been having a lot more conversations about race and equality and bad treatment or work. And with more significance about people talking about um, the fact (laughs) that bullying and toxic work environments is prevalent right now, has a lot to do with this as well. I mean, like, um, bullying in general and bullying prevention, I myself as I've already mentioned, contributed to a book where me and eight other women shared our stories about workplace bullying. And I'm seeing a lot more posts and a lot more people who talk about workplace bullying in general, and harassment at work. It's a significant thing that people keep on talking about. And that's also allowing us to have conversations about mental health at work. That's allowing us to have conversations about how we wanna be treated at work. And one of the things that the pandemic has affected in alignment with the great resignation, going back to it for a minute, is that when people were working from home, they were realizing that this flexibility and this flexible approach to work, actually was helpful for some of them for some people it's not helpful for some people they prefer they really really prefer to be in that office environment and we've spoken about this on the podcast before but I really really feel that the overall the challenges around it is that it's not going to work for everybody the great resignation people most people need to have that routine they need to be in some form of job and self-employment and being freelance. Can take time for them to build, and it can feel overwhelming. So, I don't want to romanticize it. I'm just being realistic here, firstly, as I talk about the challenges. But as I've already mentioned, because of the prominence of all of these things, that that has shifted and changed things. The other challenge that I want to talk about, in alignment with the Great Resignation, is that um, if you completely quit and you're changing your career. Let's go back to the finances for a minute here, just to kind of touch on. Have you got the finances to pay for said course? If you're going to do a degree, if you're going to do a master's, if you're going to do something and you've quit your job, how are you going to finance your earnings if you live on your own? Um, how are you going to manage your finance if you have a mortgage, right? Um, and I think it's important to note that here because you will need some kind of sustainable income to help you get through that process so even if you do quit and you go back to contracting which you might be able to do which will might be feasible in the work that you do possibly or freelancing how are you going to realistically be able to build a plan in order for you to do all of that what is the plan going to be because you have to also be realistic about any business aspirations you have and i'm not saying this to be negative for you wanting to start a business do you have funding for that business? Can you self-fund? Can you have, you know, is it possible to get a loan from a family member? What What is the realism behind it and why are you starting your business? So do think about all these things and please note, that the reason I'm talking about some of these challenges is to not put you off from quitting your job, by the way. It is just to make sure that you really, really thoroughly think about this process, because I am now going to talk about some of the positives of The Great Resignation and why it can really, really help you. Um, But I feel like as a careers advisor, I can't do an episode about The Great Resignation and make it all rose tinted. It's not going to help you. And you know that I'm always very honest here and it's always about helping you guys fast. So now I'm going to talk about the positives of the Great Resignation and what it's doing to move work forward. And I've mentioned some of them really, really briefly. But for me, to be honest with you, one of the first positives is the fact that we are starting to have more conversations about diversity, equality, the gender pay gap the fact that people are really, really sharing their voices online now and saying enough is enough in that job. I'm not doing that anymore. Or enough is enough in this job. And if you don't help me, (laughs) you know, to progress or to change things, I'm leaving. So people are giving more assertive ultimatums. They're really speaking up for themselves. They're really being able to flourish and, and think for themselves. And the Great Resignation has allowed people to go off and to really reevaluate their lives and prioritize, not just for themselves, but if they have a family, if they have care responsibilities, if they have other things that are really, really important to them, they can now start thinking about the fact that my job isn't forever. And no job is permanent. I've said this before, but I think a lot of the time, a lot of people have felt very, very defined by their careers. And one of the great things about the Great Resignation is it's allowed people to think I'm not defined by my career anymore. I'm more than that. And because I'm more than that, I'm going to go off into the world and I want to do something where I'm having a deeper, greater impact on people. And so quitting their job has allowed them to have that space and freedom. And I know I've said for some people it may not be productive for them, it may not work for them, but for some people it will be beneficial because if you've always been working since you've come out of university or, you know, since you've been in school, you never maybe have had a break in your career. And, you know, this is what I meant when I mentioned the career break episode, that sometimes having a break can be really, really good for the soul, can be really, really good for you. It can give give you a chance to catch up with your friends and family, to travel. Obviously, a lot of people are not traveling now, but most people are traveling now. It can give you a chance to really, really... um, enjoy your life and to do activities and courses and things that maybe you have put off in your life because you felt like you haven't got enough time or because you must give most of yourself to your work. So it can also be a really, really good thing. And it's going to help people's mental and physical health as well, because maybe some people who have quit their job right now and have enough money saved and are financially quite savvy and have investments Maybe they're thinking about, you know, um, potentially um, going on a retreat or doing exercise in a certain way and just reevaluating who they are and where they want to be. So as I said, there are positives to this as well. The other positive as well that I think for you to consider of the Great Resignation is that, and I've mentioned this already, but I'm going to mention it again because it's very important to reiterate this, very important. If you're currently working in a job where you are um, in a position where you are not valued for your work, people are hostile, you get ignored, you're isolated, maybe you're facing microaggressions, maybe you um, are just seen as um, a resource rather than a person, Um, you're being ignored, not just in general, but in meetings, and you have a vital role within that organization, um, that is not okay. And if this has been happening even more since the pandemic, when you're doing teams and tick like, you know, teams meetings or Zoom calls, um, again, that is not okay, right? That is not okay at all. If you really, really feel that your work is demoralizing your personality and who you are, then Consider your opportunities for growth rather than hindrance is the word I'm going to use here because quitting your job could help solve some of that emotional upheaval that you might be feeling right now. But if you know you've got a huge mortgage and you've got loads of responsibilities, so imagine, and I've not mentioned this on the podcast before, but I have done some work in conjunction with private schools, working for them freelance for other organisations. Imagine your child goes to private school. Imagine you have two children who go to private schools, just putting it out there, all you parents out there who listen to this podcast. That's a lot of money that you invest for your child's education. And if you're in a position to financially afford that, kudos to you. I know not everyone can. And I'm not, you know, belittling anyone who can't. But there are a lot of, you know, parents out there who who really want to pay for their children's education. And that is an individual choice to you. And that is something that you should be allowed to give the option of. Um, And I think it's very, very important for us to realize that if you are one of those parents paying for education or paying for a crash or paying for something significant towards your child's future, you need solid income, right? Savings is not going to be enough for you there, right? Um, So in order for you, before you quit that job, (laughs) you need to really, really think about and really, really evaluate in terms of the positives, okay, if I do this, who am I doing this for, and how is this going to help all of our futures? So I also want you to consider that as well, but the main positive is that if you did and you wanted to spend more time with your children that, that, that that's a positive, all right so there is a lot to this guys, and I could talk a lot about the great resignation all day. I'm hoping at one point to write something more about this, but my point being is that for those of you who um are considering it one of the you know as I said lastly just just to end on this on on this note is that with some of the positives that I've said it's very very important for you to really really think about who are you making the decision for and you may be thinking what did what is Sean talking about here but when you have those additional responsibilities a um A decision like this doesn't just involve you, it involves a family. It involves significant others. A lot of people would say, oh, the Great Resignation is really, really okay for anyone who's single, living at home and, you know, kushti, right, in that way. A lot of people would make that assumption and that is a wrong assumption because you do not know whether or not that person has other care responsibilities or other other responsibilities and they could be the main breadwinner in that house you may be forgetting that they're the main breadwinner in that house just because they're single and they're living at home. So if they're the main breadwinner, even if the mortgage has been paid off in that house and they're living with their parents, that is an emotional strain on their shoulders. So for them to quit is going to have to be a step-by-step process. It's going to have to be a process of, okay, the positive is, is that I get out of this horrible, toxic environment that I'm working in but I have to find another job whilst I'm doing it. And that's what I mean, right? Um I really, really hope this episode has given you a lot of food for thought on the great resignation. I'm going to add some more articles and links. There was a podcast episode that I saw on another careers podcast where they spoke much more in depth about the careers, sorry, the great resignation. And I'm going to link that in the show notes. And you might be thinking why the heck is sure I doing that? But I want you guys to have a very, very broad perspective on different voices within the Great Resignation. This is me giving you my perspective, my opinions, some tips of, 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 you know, whether or not you should or shouldn't consider it. But lastly, I just want to say is that please make sure that you take time before you make this decision. Take time, don't rush into it. Unless you're in the category where you know you need to get out of the bad job that you're in right now or the bad career that you feel is draining you emotionally and physically, then really, really assert your power in the role to get the most out of it before you quit. Make sure you address the issues within that job before you leave because I think the main thing is, is that our voices are often not heard as women. We often think, oh, if we say this or if we say that, we're going to lose our job. Right. Um. I remember reading something, and you know, there's a lot of stuff that's been going on about race at work with the cricketer who gave his testimony, and I was really, really saddened by that. Like it really deeply wounded me. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you because I faced racism at work, and he's incredibly brave. Incredibly brave. It's making me emotional talking about it. To be honest, to be talking about what he's gone through. Um. But a lot of people don't speak out about it because they're fearful they're going to lose their job right? And I've been in that position, where I'm like, well, you know, if I say something, I'm probably going to lose my job. And I felt that when I was being bullied as well. And a lot of the time, we often um, actually withdraw from telling people information, or we withdraw our voice because we feel that we're not going to be heard. Or when we are when we are telling somebody, and it's happened to me on more than one occasion, guys, and I'm sure it's happened to you, you get completely gaslighted. People completely gaslight you, and say it's in your head, or say, oh, it can't be that, or say, are you sure it's that? And it's just like, I do know what I feel inside, do not question me. So the last thing that I'm just going to say around this is that really, really make sure That if you feel that there's any wrongdoing going on in your work right now, you speak up for yourself. And if you're not brave enough to speak up straight away, write a letter, write it all down, and before you leave, give it to the organisation. Regardless of anything, regardless of, of, of whether anything results of it or not, try and try and use your voice to to share your experiences. And some people sometimes do it anonymously. And I've really been thinking about this a lot because I've been very inspired by um, what what's happened in the last week with that guy's testimony. And I've been thinking, um, you know, there are a lot of things that I really wish I'd called out in certain workplaces and I didn't. And I didn't do it for fear of losing my job and for fear of people not believing me. And I think sometimes it's the worst thing when you do tell somebody and they just completely don't understand what you've gone through so please think about that and please please do make sure that whatever decision you make about the great resignation if you're if you're considering it right now that you make a decision that's right for you not what's right for everyone else but for you and your family and your circumstances and your situation really really consider that if you need to chat reach out send me an email you know where i am guys please reach out um but i really really hope that this has given you not just food for thought but food for your future for thought is what i'm gonna say because this great resignation ain't going away anytime soon guys and that's why i felt called to do this thanks so much for everyone who always supports this podcast and if you're a regular listener please do leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It has to be Apple Podcasts, guys. So if you've got an Apple Podcast account, do so. But if you don't have an Apple Podcast account, share. Share this episode on social media. I would really, really appreciate it because this is a very significant episode. Thanks so much. I really appreciate all of you who listen to this podcast share it have subscribed already and left me a review but I would really really appreciate if you haven't left a review and you're a loyal listener that you please take the time if you have an apple podcasts account to leave me a review if you're not on apple as I know many of you aren't please share it also if there was a topic or if there was something that you think could really make a difference to someone tell people about it the more visibility this podcast has the more difference it's going to make to people's lives and people's careers thanks so much